Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. joining this is Ashley Renard she is America's favorite failed swinger teaching couples how to keep monogamy hot which I just love this I feel like you are truly a one-of-a-kind expert like you know something that everyone is curious about you know it you have been there you have done it BTDT got the t-shirt you you know all ins and outs of it and you are here you came out on the other side of swinging back to monogamy i mean that's a true thing you're like the carrie bradshaw for married couples really you really oh are my God. caroline <laughs> i love you and all, all the ins and outs i know all the ins and outs of the swing lifestyle yes i know everything not to do um i like <laughs> to say as a perfectionist mom i took doing it all to the next level as the world's <laughs> worst attempted swinger um but there were some things that we learned there we learned that Wow, hot sex is better than not hot sex. Can you have hot sex with someone that you're not, like, can you, okay, so my question is, like, I can't really, like, to have hot sex, I feel like I need to be completely comfortable and safe, and, like, so the swinging world feels exciting, but it also feels very terrifying because when you actually get to the moment of truth and here you are with a new person, naked bodies, it's like, are you... I don't know if I could like be comfortable and get in there. Cause like, it's like, you don't, I, you know, it feels very nerve wracking. I, I absolutely know. Cause this was my issue as well. I would go in to the club and the. Does everyone energy. naked? Is everyone no, just naked? Okay. How does first. that work? Give me a, not give us first. a visual, paint a picture. You, you put on, you put on the tightest, shortest outfit you have. Maybe you get some new shoes. Okay. There are theme nights at some of these places. And you and walk maybe, in with your husband, right? Yes. You walk in 
as couples, you have to be members. I mean, it's usually a nominal fee for like the annual membership. Hey, Chris, um, it's usually usually a nominal fee for the annual membership. And then it's like, say, $95 a night for the two of you to go for a ticket. Okay, so like does everyone have to get like tested before? No, 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 no. But what if people have stuff? Then you have to have, you have to ask that question. Honestly, people who are engaged in non-monogamy are much safer in their sexual practices with other people and with their partner. Okay. Um, like they're more likely to use condoms with their partner. They're more likely to get tested. They're more likely to be on top of those things. Okay. Um, for us, we were like, I just want to give credit to people who successfully swing because we are really, we're, we're the ones who couldn't do it. So, um, but this is what we liked about it. You walk into the club and it just packed and everybody is just there to have such a fun time. Okay. It's like, it's like, you know, tailgate, Super Bowl party. It's like everything rolled into one. Plus you may see these people naked by the end of the night. Is it like okay. dancing, music, food? Dancing, what, what's happening? Yeah. Dancing, music, usually TVs with pornography. Okay. Right? Some might, okay. Sometimes I'd be like, get distracted. Like, what is going on up there? I, like, I missed the beginning of the story. Like, why are they wearing matching outfits? And then you're like, what? That's what you're thinking about? Yes. I need to, I need to put the story together. Um, there, there's a buffet. Uh, of, like what's on the buffet? I never get close to it. That's the only thing that grosses me out about a sex club is that there's a buffet there. So I, I we don't know. That's the only thing that's gross in a sex club. Okay. Um, but people just talk to each other and like in a really welcoming, but like, I just want to get to know you friendly neighbor, cheers, bar type way. So you're looking for chemistry. Is that what you do? Like when you go around and you're talking to people, like, are you with your partner when you're talking to people? Absolutely. Couples and, are always walking together. Yeah. And do you want to match up with another couple or like, what if you match up with somebody in another couple and your partner matches up with a, somebody from a different partner? Can you do okay. that? I would say the majority of people who go to lifestyle events or lifestyle clubs are not going to interact with anyone but their own partner. It's about two thirds of people are just there for oh. the atmosphere, the excitement of being the excitement. And then they're going to go home and have some really hot sex. Okay. Or so nobody's go, having sex there. Okay. That's, that's the other third. Or okay. you're going to be there and you're going to get like, you know, hot and bothered by the making out that's going on on the dance floor or your own sexy dancing. From the very first time I went to a club, I realized my favorite thing is to, whisper to my husband to pull my dress off and and he does and then I'm just there dancing in my heels and my lingerie and I'm like hello I was a figure skater my whole life so you know this tight little outfit in the middle with the lights I'm like yeah I've been training for this my whole life that was my favorite part <laughs> we would go to a private room in the back okay and and do our business and then have our hands all over each other on the way home and then in the and then when we would get home you know you know, clothes coming off against the garage. It was like, you know, the kind of stuff that I'm not sure if any of you can imagine this doesn't happen very often after you've been together 20 years. Yeah. Or even, or even five or even 10. Okay. So Caroline, the anticipation of what we were going to see or what we were going to do together or the anticipation for what what was going to happen the next time we would go that is what kept us flying high and i just want everybody everybody to think about this our anticipation in life our excitement waiting for something to come that we want so badly 
that is actually the most delicious feeling in the world. Mm. That, mm -hmm. right? For And so that was a feeling I got addicted to really, really quickly in this. And then I thought, ooh, you know, up in the ante, it'd be really great if we, if we had some interaction with another couple. So how and long then, did it take to want to have interaction with another couple? How many times did y'all go when you're just like feeling it oh, for yourself? Oh, like, like I was there like twice and I was like, all right, I'm ready for more. Because anything, I'm I'm the gas in our relationship and he's the brakes. Like, <clears throat> okay. I wanted to get married sooner. I wanted to move. I wanted the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, or we could wait. So it was actually his idea to go to a club. But then once I got a taste for how just exciting and fun it was, then it was like, it was the Ashley train. Like, are you coming? <laughs> um, which this is what people find really interesting about my book, Swing. And the producer who optioned it for film said, yeah, I could see my husband and every man I know every day of the week doing what you did in swing. And she's like, but the fact that you were driving this and you wanted to continue going and then you wanted to meet up with another couple, you wanted to start like dating people in this. She was like, this is just, it's it's wild, right? <laughs> I was like, it's something, you know, living through it was definitely something. Um, So as soon as then I said, let's have some contact with someone else. I kissed another man for the first time. Carol. Okay, so how do you find? Okay, okay, okay. So okay, okay. how how do you find this other person to kiss and make out with? And like, how, is your husband making out with the partner of the guy? Like, how do you yeah. match up? Like, do you just like go around and feel chemistry? Like, how does exactly. it happen? It's exactly <laughs> how it would happen for two people at a bar to see if like, oh, we're gonna chat. But it's two on two, okay? So, so you have to match with a another couple. Like your couple has to match with another couple. That's usually how it happens, especially okay. with rookie, newbie type people in the lifestyle. When people have been in this lifestyle for a while, then they may have rules where you can play separately. Like someone may have a couple girlfriends on the side or boyfriends, or they could just go off on their own at parties. That is like, that's elite. That's like Mount Kilimanjaro type swinging. So for us, like on the bunny hill, it's like two people, two people, right? <laughs> and so when you're walking around, you may like kind of wave at other couples. They may come up and say, hi, this young couple came up to us. They were like babies, right? Were they you were so like, nervous? I mean, because this is nerve wracking because yeah. like you're actually, you actually have the ability to like connect and like the option is there, you know, because when you're married, yeah. you're off limits, but now you're right. not off limits. We're not off limits. We're not off limits. And so the women start talking and the men start talking and that's what happened with us. And that's what happens quite a bit. And then, um, they announced, Oh, kissing contest. Okay. Like for women. And here's the thing <clears throat> that even at, at swing lifestyle clubs, there's still like a bit of misogyny and like, it's not like wet t-shirt contest, but it's like, Oh, get the pretty women up to kiss, you know? So just got to watch. It's like, it's definitely more evolved and like the understanding of consent um, and respect is, is higher, but there's still, you know, there's still things that are a little sticky. So then the couple we're talking to, she says to me, Oh, let's go in the kissing contest. Okay. Now I, uh, I went to college. So of course I've kissed a girl, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's something that has to happen. Man, my favorite thing used to be getting drunk and making out with girls in bars. I yeah. was like, <clears throat> I just thought it was like wild. Like, they're you know, just so, being, well, they're so soft. Yeah. And it just feels, yeah. It just feels so like liberating. I don't know. So I only had this one roommate who I made out with like twice. Right. Yeah. So I was like, 
but I mean, I kiss, I kiss a husband with beautiful lips. I'm like, I know how to do this. So we get up, <laughs> I know how to do this. The, we get up on the platform and she goes, I'll go down on you. So we'll win. And I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah. I was like, um, I just kissing. I thought I'm a rule follower. And she's like, okay. And so then, so then we kissed and it was like, we were the only ones who just kissed, right? Because we had met each other like five minutes before. And these other like friends, because that's the thing. When couples are in the lifestyle together, sometimes they'll go to a club with friends of theirs. So like they'll go and maybe, maybe they've hooked up. They call it play. Like maybe they've played with them before, but quite often people meet in the lifestyle and they just become friends. And then like they go for dinner, maybe they'll go to clubs together, but they don't hook up with each other. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they may have sex like in a room, you know, they've seen each other naked, but it's like more, they're just all buds. Okay. Okay. So all of like the women who are buds are up there and like doing some sort of performance that they've like choreographed and rehearsed before. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and I jump up there with my new 20 something hot date and, and we kiss and then we come down, you know, so we didn't win. We didn't get enough crowd, crowd applause, but, but our husbands are clapping for us. And then like the music turns back on and we're dancing and I look over and all of a sudden her boobs are up. Okay. Like, and she's got these beautiful boobs and I have a really athletic physique and I was a figure skater. Like I understand how a butt happens on a body, but I still don't understand like how boobs grow. Like, and like, where, where, how, how do they come out? <laughs> like, I nursed, I nursed my babies for like a total of five years. So like I got a little when I was nursing, but anyway, she has these gorgeous breasts, like gorgeous. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, I'm just looking at them. Right. It was like the Seinfeld, the Seinfeld. It's like, they're, they're real. And they're, what do they say? <laughs> okay. So I'm looking at them and then I look up at both of them and I'm like, um, do you want to go to a back room? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Just cause I was like, wow, this is just amazing. So we go to this back room and I, I'm explaining to them as we walk in that, like, we've never done this. We're blah, blah, blah. Like, and I have all these like hand motions, you know, like turning into like the camp counselor or leader of like this little expedition. Um, so is it already kind of given that your husband's like down for this couple and this guy's down for like, don't know what you're about to do no, in no. this back room. Or are you just going to like, what I'm, that's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. I'm like going, okay. And I hadn't even had this conversation with my husband before about what we would do. Right. But yeah. this is, I am the gas. When I go, I think there's a good idea. People just like, like the pie piper, like, all right, let's go. Right, right. So, we're, I'm going like this. We're going to kind of do our own thing. You're going to kind of do your own thing. And if there's, if there's, I'm like making these hand motions, like crossover. And they're like, we're cool. Whatever. We'll follow your lead. Cause it wasn't their first time. They were that, that information comes out really quickly in the high, nice to meet you's. Okay. Hi, nice to meet you's. I'm really new. I've had sex with 5 million people. No, they don't say that, but they, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we've been here for a couple of years. Been couple, okay, right? but if they're only in their 20s, so were they married young or did they just start off swinging? Like, do some they people just want to have a, they have an open before, relationship? Before they were even married, they started going to clubs and parties. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Just from the beginning, they knew, hey, and that's sort of what Manny and I were like, but it was back in the early 2000s and there weren't as many options when we first met. And we were like, yeah, I think I'd be open to something like a like a, a little looser than what traditionally is like. And just we would speak like in non-specifics like that. Yeah. For 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 a long time. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, and neither of us were, are really jealous of the idea of someone else interacting with another person. If anything, for me, for me, it's a turn on thinking of him with someone else. Now, okay. is it something that I 
want him to um, act on every day. No, actually, I don't want him to act on that at all. Like, I really am committed to monogamy because non-monogamy, I was just, I'm very excited learning about something new, but it was not actually a great, a great influence over me on a day. Right, 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 right. Right. So we're in this room. I start getting it out with my husband. Like, we're, we're making out the clothes are coming off. Same things going on on the other side of the bed. Okay. okay. On the other side of the bed. Oh, and you go and get sheets that are like wrapped up like linens at like restaurants that are delivered every week, like okay. linen service. So you pull the plastic off the sheets and the towels so that you, you have like clean things that you put over. Okay, the okay, now you're on an actual bed, okay. It's a bed, it's a bed, but it like has, it's like, like an industrial I am like, cover that, you I'm know. Like envisioning a sex in the city thing where they went to like a sex club. I feel like I re like have seen this in, a, in only movies or only TV yeah. shows, okay, yeah. So well, you're that, in a and this is why we need swing to get on a streaming network right away because people want to see inside this. Yes. It yes, we got to know. It's so hot and it's so funny. Like the the cast of characters you meet and what you see and what it's just it's quite funny. We're in there getting it on and then she reaches across and touches my leg and her hand is like so soft. I'm like, oh my God, her hand. And then I reach over and I touch her butt and her thigh. And I'm like, what kind of lotion <laughs> does she use? Like, I was like, oh, thinking right there in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm definitely gonna start using lotion after every shower. Like I, I swear to you. And Caroline, every day, every single time I've showered since that moment, I remember her soft, her soft ass. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> So feels so good. And then she and I kiss, which like I I I love I love women, but kissing women is like not the biggest turn on for me. Mm -hmm. Like I love women as friends and um thought leaders and things like that. And then we both like it, this keeps shifting sort of like a kaleidoscope, right? So everybody's naked, fully naked. Oh yeah, and now we're all having we're we're having sex. We're having intercourse me okay. and Manny, my husband, and the two of them. And then Is this like crazy? Are you like wow? Are you are you just like here for it? Or is it like, are you still like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening? I am like I've been living my whole life for this moment. <laughs> I am like, this is so I, I I'm just blown away by how fun it is and how everybody is just like there for the fun. It's like we're just looking at each other like, can you believe life can be this we're fun? allowing ourselves to yeah, do we're this. allowing like like here we are two sets of grown adults doing this and it's yeah. so hot and none of us are going to get in trouble because we're all the boss of ourselves what like what is this yeah it, it seems like deliriously fun right it feels then, like you're all breaking the rules but no one can yeah you, you've all agreed then, to the break the rules right right it's like and even before we went to a club just the idea like that shared idea of like transgression things got way hotter with us. Cause like, when was the last time we had a secret? Just the two of us, mm, right? Mm -hmm. So then we're back in this room, right? I'm, I'm having sex with my husband. The two millennial one and millennial two are right there. Well, Mr. Millennial leans over and I lean towards him and we start kissing. Okay. 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 <laughs> Caroline, I had not kissed another man in like 15 years at this point. Okay. Right. And I'm just like, Oh my God. It like, he was like, and everyone's still having intercourse while oh, yeah, we're like, we're like, you know, we're like, this whatever. is like a lot. This is like aerobics. Like, this is a lot of like, this is like, it, 
a lot, a lot to do. It's like rubbing, tapping your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. Like you got a lot but, going on here. But, but oh, but, <laughs> but better, but easier. <laughs> More fun than that. Okay, yeah, so yeah. As yeah. And as we're kissing, he says into my mouth as we're kissing, "You are so hot." Okay. And, okay. Wow. Now, I don't know at that moment how long it had been since Manny had told me I was pretty or like even looked nice, but like, like years, like this was, he was not like a, he's not, he's not a verbal, he's not a verbal man. Words of affirmation are, are not, not his thing. Free flowing nectar from his tongue. Right. Yeah. 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 So I, there was something about the electricity of that moment and him saying to me, you're so hot that I was like, whoa, peak life experience reached. Okay. Listen, people, I'm not a nymphomaniac, but I was a mom of three homeschooling on purpose, home birthing. My toddlers grew their own vegetables. And, and I had just tripled the size of my business. Like, so you don't sound like a candidate to be a swinger with that list of with that resume that sounds like opposite day really you know well, well, is that why it led you there because you needed to swing no pun intended pun intended to the other side because you were so like in the trenches of being so homegrown well i think there has always been this radical self-sufficiency inside of me that then kind of tweaked into like home birthing, homeschooling, this, this, oh, being super evolved and not being jealous of what my partner does with someone else. I don't know. It was just this ratcheting up of like looking for the higher level of difficulty in my life. So it was, yeah, I think it was just that. It was just this amping up. And I was sort of running out of gold stars that I just like invented this new galaxy that was called non-monogamy. And I was like, that seems, that seems daunting. Let's go do that. But you and Manny before, it's not like y'all weren't happy, right? Because y'all were happy, right? We were excellent at not fighting. Okay. We were excellent at not rocking the boat. We were excellent at navigating the bumps and lumps under the rug of like every of conversation we avoided for a decade and a half. And were y'all so, still intimate like during the season? We, we, we were. We were always intimate because that was the only place we got each other. But y'all weren't really like communicating or really like absolutely, connecting. Absolutely not. It was like okay. tag team parenting in and out. I had my shifts. He had his shifts. And then you had would, sex sometimes or we, yeah three a times couple. a week check it off couple yeah check okay. a couple like yeah like like twice a week probably we would have sex. okay so across the board it looks good on paper it everything's going well so good it looks so good and i am really good being a performer my whole life and then training performers for a couple decades this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Because, like you said, you were a professional professional skater, right? And then you were a coach for figure skating. So you, like, know how to, like, execute. To execute. And And to teach. (laughs) And to teach. And no matter how hard it is, to make it look effortless and beautiful. Mm. So, Caroline, it wasn't until I kissed that guy at the club and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whoa. What is that part of me that, like, I'm feeling right now really wants this attention? I was like, wait. Oh, really fast. Hold on. Did you and Manny date other people before you got married? Or were you all, like, sweethearts? Like, high school sweethearts, college sweethearts? We met right out of college. We took the same job out of college. So y'all hadn't had, y'all had had some, did you date a lot in college? I, every one of my boyfriends was, like, a year and a half. So I had, like, two boyfriends in high school and two boyfriends in college. So you hadn't had anything, like, wild. You hadn't had, like, a wild Oh, stri- neither streak. of us have ever had. I Still to this day, I've never had a one-night stand in my life. Okay. Never. Like, I always had steady boyfriends, and I always had incredible sex, but I never had it casually at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And neither, and neither had he. Neither had he. He'd had, like, okay. multiple girlfriends. So it's always yeah. in a committed, mono- okay, Very. so... Here you are now kissing this other guy why haven't while having intercourse with your husband. I mean, this is wild. This is crazy. This is totally sex in the city. This is Samantha Jones style right now. Oh, well, that's who I felt like. I felt like <laughs> part Samantha Jones, part Beyonce. And like, you know, I, I was still breastfeeding when I was going to these clubs. Carol, Were you lactating? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I wasn't leaking. Shit. I don't think I could. If, could anybody confirm or deny if I leaked? At who knows? Oh, wait, how old was your youngest child? He was two and a half. Oh, you breastfed a long time. I breastfed him till he was three. Yeah. Okay. Go, that girl. One. Okay. Yeah, the other ones were like a year and a half each. Um, also, this oh feels my- like it takes a lot of time to swing and commit to this. Oh, is my it God. A, it's it, a lot of energy. Lot, it's a lot of energy because after we met that couple, I thought, ooh, I would love to have a couple who we really know, who lives close to us, who like we could do this with and then go all the way. Because as soon as I got the taste of that, I was like, Oh, full swap. That did your husband always. kiss the other wife? Yeah, I think so. I, I think he did. I, so, I, but everybody's fine when it's all so, <laughs> but nobody switched partners. You just kissed while you're with your partner. Exactly. So then you wrap up this session and what is every, what, when you're done, how does that end? Like, what is the moment like when it's over? You, you clean things up, <laughs> you get dressed, you, you hand garments to each other. Is this your shirt? Is this, this is like that? <laughs> Right? Hey, man, I think I got your... 
I don't is know. It, do they, do they take their socks off? I don't know. I need to ask. Anyway. So, and then you exchange numbers. You okay. exchange numbers. You're like, okay. hey, yeah, let's text. That was so fun. Drive safe. Bye. High five. <laughs> you know, you know, like that, like that. And then, and then they're like friends and you're like, oh, we're going to this, like, you know, this party or this hotel takeover. Do you guys want to meet up or whatever? Right. So okay. it was always with, wait, so what city are you in when you're doing this? Philadelphia, just outside Philadelphia. Okay. So, is it, do you like get locked up with like one particular club or do you hop around to different ones or is it like you like sign up with a membership? Everybody hops around to a bunch of different ones. Okay. Everybody seems to be members at like a, like two or three different. And is the pineapple and, upside down really the sign? No, I, I mean, no, nobody really uses the pineapple because we have apps for that. Okay. We have apps now. Like, so okay. I went on this app to meet a couple who lived closer to us because this, this, these young, these youngins lived a little far. Then we go out for dinner with this couple we meet on that app. And then instantly, like Caroline, like you can see readers of my book as you're reading, you're like, she is on thin ice. She is on crack. Because you were first, falling. Oh, I was just like, I was falling for this lifestyle, falling for this high. And then we go out with this couple. We talk over drinks and dinner, getting to know each other for a couple hours. And then the first thing the wife says to me right after is, I cannot believe how into you he is. Like, I've never seen him like this. Was she jealous? Because um, this is where in, it starts to get sticky, right? Because In like, this moment, in this moment, the, after the first, you know, we've been texting before we went for dinner. Because right? now this is where the relationships, the actual marriages could enter the rocky ground. Because what if now you start to actually prefer the swing partner. Right. And what we realized really quickly, her and I, was that the reason she was okay with dating us was actually because they were dating another couple and she was really into the guy. Oh. And the relationship between her husband and the woman was like a little cooler. And so he was like, this doesn't feel fair. And she's like, would well, you want to meet like another couple too then? And see oh. if you can get, see if you can get that. I had no idea. This is, I thought they were just newbies like us, right? So and did they keep, that table. did he keep dating the other girl as well? They did. Oh God, this is so How do you keep all this organized? This feels it's, like it's going it, to get it, crazy. This being a swinging texting girlfriend became like my fifth full-time job. And his wife once asked me, please don't text him outside nine to five. So it became my only full-time job with regular business hours. I was like, all right, what time is it? Clocking in, texting good morning. <laughs> because he and I then started texting like hundreds of times a day. It got really, it went really fast. And does she like, does she, is she allowed to read the text? Is your husband around the text or is that like off limits? Well, this was the interesting thing. They okay. had been doing this for a while and their rule had always been to text within the foursome, like a group text, group text. Okay, but then you can't get secretly sexy in the group text, right? Because, uh, right. okay. About five minutes after we went out for dinner for the first time, I get a text from him individually. Hey, hey Ash, this is Brad. Jess and I decided that we were gonna text separately now. So she's gonna text Manny. Oh, he, he and Jess didn't decide, he decided. He Did decided. Manny have chemistry with the girl? <laughs> he was willing to go along with it. Okay. Um, because she was cute, but he wasn't really into it. He would have rather, Caroline, 
we just went back to what we did the very first time we walked in the club, mm. which was like, we went in, we drank in like all of this excitement, sexy energy. And then we just went home and mm. had incredible sex for four days. But you're like, nope, nope. We're taking it like, next level. Next level, next level. Ugh. So, and when, when you're used to being the one who like has to really push for any inertia, like if it wasn't for me, we would still be living in our same two bedroom condo with like three kids and Manny would be working at his old job. Whenever I see he's ready for something, I give him this nudge and he really pushes back for a while. And then I just keep saying, I actually see something better for you. And finally, usually it takes about 24 months. He'll go, oh, this thing's better. And I'll say, I, that's, that's awesome. Great that's idea. Great. Oh, I that's love, I love, I love that idea that you came up with. I, I love, <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, take us way back, way back machine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, things just ramped up really quickly. And, um, from there, I really got to see, whoa, this, this intensity that I was like feeling and craving. It's like so cliche to be like woke up or awoken me, but I had been pushing down my feelings. I, every day on the ice had said, okay, my success today is based on how well I can ignore what my body's telling me how well I can ignore my mind saying, I think that was enough. Like how I was, I had like sort of been out disciplining myself to tolerate like discomfort. So then when I started feeling these good feelings, I was like, whoa, that I, I haven't felt that in so long either. And I thought what made our marriage great was that I didn't feel that it was like so steady from the very beginning. So steady. Like we met, Within about three weeks, I knew we would get married. 10 months later, we had our first mortgage together. A year after that, we were engaged, then married, then pregnant, then, right? Like it was just, we were so, so like by- On the, track, on the timeline. So on track and so responsible. Uh -huh. Like then we kept that first condo and we didn't sell it. We kept it as a rental and we bought our next property. Like on, like so by the book. Doing it well doing it well that I think, and he grew up in a Greek Orthodox household and then he played division one football. So he just disciplined himself into everything. Right. And so for us letting loose in this way was like, it was like a rebellion from being like so straight laced and serious every day. Yes. But what we both realized is that, is that at, at the core, we both had needs that we did not even know how to communicate to each other. We didn't even know how to acknowledge them ourselves because we had both pushed them down so hard for different reasons, but with like similar effectiveness. So we had been coming together and growing our relationship and growing our family on such a surface, surface level. Mm. And we were so proud of ourselves because we had never had a fight, Caroline. Mm. We had never, we, we'd been together, married 10 years and we'd never had a fight. Because we had ignored every single thing that could have brought us more growth, could have brought us more intimacy, because we were so afraid of what that conflict could feel like mm. or mean between the two of us. Okay. Because we both had this had this really strong guard about being like the good guy and like wanting to be seen as the good guy. So we were just like two good guys trying to just be be nice enough. Okay. To each other. Okay. Yeah. 
So it was all it was all really surface. And in Swing, it's the story of how through those adventures, at misadventures at sex clubs, I realized, whoa, we are going downhill like so fast. Like so when you when you connected with Brad, did he uh, did Manny ever find a connection like you did with Brad, or was he kind of just like hopping along, looking? Was he looking for one, or did he ever get what you got? think i think what happened and this becomes clear in swing is that manny was already getting what i got on the side before we ever started this and what do i you think mean on the side on on the side which you'll see in the book he was outside of this having contact with someone else flirting kissing like this this that I never knew about even before we started going to the clubs. Was this person a swinger? No, she was just a cheater and he was too. <laughs> so it's these things about when we won't admit to our partner, right? That, that he would not admit to me that he wanted more. And when I would say, I want more in our relationship, he'd be like, I don't know what you mean. It's fine. Mm. Right. And all the ways that we lie to each other and ourselves because we don't want to feel the thing or we don't want to admit the thing or we don't want to open up that, that vulnerability because so often that part of ourselves that we're we're keeping so so protected right like the vulnerability we have told ourselves that that's a really 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 bad part of us right like right that the, the emotion of that that part of us hurts other people or makes us makes us into a burden or, 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 right. And I think, so both of us had that box like up, like tied up so tight, like never, ever open. Right. And when I would dip into mine and say, look, but I, I feel like, wouldn't we both like this? He would go, I don't, that's not even a thing. I don't know why you think I have that. So it was, it was a struggle back and forth for all the years, not so ever really connecting on anything more than surface. So when he said, let's swing, and he already had something on the side, was he doing that because he wanted to get you kind of distracted with someone else so he could dive into the other relationship? Or what was his purpose for wanting to swing if he already had something going on? I haven't got a clear answer from him till this day on that. I think he wanted to lessen some of his own guilt by letting you in on it too. Yeah, I think he wanted, I think he was telling himself the whole time, Ashley and I have always had conversations about non-monogamy. We've always been sort of like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that would be definitely something that would be on the table. Like, right? We'd always been in that kind of conversation. Yeah. And so I think he just, you know, went just, on his yeah. own, went on his own and started, starting, started acting on that. And then I think, part of it was like, oh, no, no, because because we're both like this. We're but we both do this kind of thing. Right. So then we start going to the clubs and then I get a taste in a different way. Right. And I am just like balls to the wall. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's not until I'm completely falling for Brad and Manny doesn't seem to care that I'm falling for Brad. And that like is like a little red flag. It's like, wait, what's happening? And then because we're all completely psychic. I actually had a dream that Manny was cheating on me with this woman. Did you know the woman? I had met her a couple times. Okay. Just a couple times. 
And did you feel anything when you met her? Like, did you think there yeah. was something you did? Like you felt, oh, yeah, I felt weird vibes both times from her. Okay. And, um, I think I had asked Manny about her probably three months before this. I was like, wait a minute. You saw so-and-so. Okay. Wait, what is, be straight with me here. Uh-huh. Is there something weird going on there? Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, no. Okay. Cause, and then I had this dream and it was so vivid and I was like, oh yeah, I fucking know. I know. Cause we always know, I think. And that, that's, that's one of the things when we're shoving down those bad feelings, what we're shoving down is our intuition. What mm. we're shoving down is source trying to speak through us. Right? Like we are just closed off from so all the, of it. So then did you confront him? I did. And what happened? You like, I know my dream told me you were caught. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night and he wasn't there. He wasn't in our bed, which was so weird. Um, where so was he? I, felt, I, I, I was like, I don't know. He fell asleep watching basketball or something. And he really was, he really was in our house, but it was very weird to wake up from that dream. And then he's not there, you know, just very weird. And then it was probably six in the morning. The next day I wake up and like, my eyes are puffy. Like I, the dream was so, so upsetting. And then, which may sound funny to people here because like, I had just made my new hobby, like kissing other men at clubs, but but that was out in the open. This one, it in was the out in the open. And there was this real, there was this feeling, Caroline, I had like, okay, this, this is a wild ride. And my, my emotions are going like this, but oh my God, my husband and I are in such a solid place to be making this wild decision and adventure together. Right. right. Like I had, like my ego was like, oh, if everybody else could have the trust that you and Manny have. Right. Mm, like my mm -hmm. ego was like really superior, mm. um, feeling really superior there. And then I, you know, I have, I have this dream that he's cheating on me with some chick from high school who like, they work in the same area and they would run into each other. Um, and I'm right. So I confront him in the morning and he's like, oh, he plays it down. Like, oh yeah, we flirt or something like via like DMs or something, blah, blah, blah. But no, 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 it's nothing. It's nothing. But I was like, Okay, but in the dream, you weren't telling me the whole story. That was the part that really got me mad in the dream. Like I found some like location services thing on his phone. And then I was like, wait, how often, how long, blah, 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 blah. And he was like stonewalling me, right? At some of it. And I was like, no, 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 you're telling the whole truth. Like it's out. But he just kept kind of pushing around it. Um, what eventually came out is that they kissed a couple times, that they had like all of these sexy messages, mostly on his computer at work. Um, and not on his phone, but I still, I went like through his whole phone and was going like, it was, it was like the rug was pulled out right from under me. Cause right. I was like really thinking the reason why we were doing these things was because our trust was so rock solid. But now you're in an interesting position because now you like Brad. So, but now you've learned about the secret. So this is a very complicated, now you're, this is very complicated. It, it is. It's very complicated. It's very complicated because I really like Brad because he really likes me, Caroline. Like, so now, but are you mad at Manny and feeling betrayed? Yep. And so you're telling him probably he needs to end this relationship because it's not honest, but yet you don't want to end your relationship. So what happens now? This is, this is definitely the plot thickens. The plot thickens. And I, if this doesn't get picked out, up as a movie or a Netflix series, I mean, this is like, 
this you're and everyone reading i know y'all everyone here has like been aware of ashley's book swing and if you haven't you've got to read it i mean this is like you can't make this up this is this stuff is this is what it's movie good. gold is right here it or, is. Or it series is. gold series gold yes yeah um so as soon as this happened as soon as he fessed up a bit um well it was so weird i was immediately way more attracted to my husband I was like, this is so bonkers now that I'm jealous that he's maybe going to see this other woman. Because you want, is it, is it because you're like, why were you not giving me that sexy messages? Or is it like, yes, that it was, you don't just like bump into someone at a coffee shop and like then make out and like, you know, like sneak behind the coffee shop and like steal a kiss. You, you had to have been flirting. You had to have been nice. You had to have been kind. You had to have been laying the seeds all along for connection with this woman. These simple, simple things that me, mother of your three children, you know, d d homesteading on this. I mean, the homesteading was really my idea, but I really wanted a lot of accolades for it, right? Making bread from scratch every week and all that stuff. I was like, I am just so desperate to, to have him just shower some love or appreciation on me. I'm doing it all these different weird ways. But you're giving him all of you and like your commitment and your children and taking care of everything. And all you really wanted was this showering of love and attention. And now you're, and you thought maybe he just didn't have it in him to give, but now you're realizing he did, but it was for someone else. So that's really defeating. Ouch, right? And it mm -hmm. wasn't a shower if I just got a sprinkle, right? But here I am over here, like dehydrated, starving for love because here's the real kicker for everyone. The reason I was trying outside of me to do all these things, the reason that I shoved it down so hard when I didn't get these things from my husband, that, that when I did get a little bit of this from another man, I went like completely boy crazy bananas, nymphomaniac was because I had never given any of that kindness to myself. Mm. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, 
Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else. Because you'd always been trying to achieve and accomplish and be the best. And like, you've been like killing yourself, right? To prove that you're worth it and and, and amazing, right? I feel like all of us do that. Like we want to show I'm worthy. I'm amazing. Look, I'm working so hard. It absolutely. And I thought if I just keep pushing myself and I keep proving that I'm good and I keep proving that I try and I keep proving that I care, then some vault of love from above is just going to open and rain down on me. Mm. It has to happen. It has to happen. I've been working so hard. Haven't you seen how hard I'm working? Yes. And like you've seen. And you, like you even said that, like you have you, your personality. I mean, I have this too, but not, I wish I was a better performer. I, Cause I like, I, I like cheated my way through school. Like I quit a lot of things, not like you, but like you, when you start something, you're going to be the best and you're going to execute and you're going to, you're going to like be the best performer, be the best coach, be the best wife. Like you even said, like you're going to homeschool your kids. They're going to raise vegetables. Like you are going to do it to the best ability. As so you aren't thing. so you don't cut yourself any slack or any grace or any room for for being human really because you're like no we're going to achieve and we're going to rock this. Absolutely. All of those things that I didn't like about myself like being tired. Oh, for thank you figure skating and you know just 90s thin dumb culture but for 8 years I hated myself every time I felt hungry. Every Really? Time. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I struggled with eating disorders, bulimia, and I tried, yeah. I, I wasn't cool. I wasn't strong enough to be anorexia, anorexic. So I would just do be bulimic sometimes, but, <laughs> but yeah, but we're like, so hard on ourselves. Right. It's so everything that I considered in myself to be so immature and childish and unsavory and unlovable, I realized was all my human parts, mm. all my humanity, all my softness, all my compassion, all of it, all of it, all of it. All your um, vulnerability. Cause you thought if I can just be perfect, then I'll be lovable. So let me be perfect. And if I'm not perfect, then I'm unlovable, man. Don't we all struggle with that? If I'm not perfect, if anyone, I remember I used to think like when I was in therapy, I was like, before I got into therapy, I was like, if anyone finds out how like, all my, what I consider my secrets or my shame, if anyone ever found that out, they would never love me and I am would never be like good enough. And so I was always mean and defensive when I was on the dating field. Cause I was like, someone's really gonna have to push through to prove to me that they love me all the way. So I don't have to yap at them and bite at them like a chihuahua because I'm so afraid that if they get in here, they're gonna see that I'm not worthy and not good enough. Oh, and then Caroline, coming from that similar background that you're describing mm -hmm. in the uncovering in the excavation of what i had to do my myself myself to get to a place where then manny either had to like step up or or ship out in that what i have found is the radical rebellion against perfectionism that is crafting it into a story for other people to then take and do with what they wish. Like it's, it's like, it's like I did an Uno reverse on, on my shame and was like, 
oh, so these are, I, I realized some of like my deepest, darkest fears and what I really think of myself. And you know what? I'm going to put this all in a book because I want anyone else who has ever felt any of this to look at it and go, but wait, that is not consistent with who Ashley, I think Ashley is as a person. So maybe that thing isn't true about me either. What's the list that you were running through your head that you, that wasn't good enough? Every, nothing, nothing was ever good enough, Carol. Like I, nothing was ever good enough. Like how clean my house was, how much money I made, how successful my teams were, um, how nice my yard was, the car I drove, the, the, it, it, nothing was ever good enough because I felt like I am not yet a good person. Mm. right? I'm not yet a good person. Why did you think you weren't a good person? I thought that way for so long too. And even like with becoming a mom, like I had a couple of miscarriages before Sunny and I thought like, I'm just not good enough to be a mom. Like I'm not, I'm not, oh. I'm not like worthy enough to be any, anything. I, I, I felt that too. Like I'm not a good enough person. Like I'm, there's something wrong with me or flawed, but like, why do we think that? I, you know what? I think it, it, it is for me because I've always shone really bright. Okay. Like straight A's. I was, could read when I was three, right? Like straight A's, all of these things, all of these things. I think honestly, so, okay, I could shine bright, but I have these enormous limiting beliefs on really accepting my own success and believing that it's real. Okay. You know, Swing has sold 15,000 copies. I'm now in talks for three different TV shows. Like it's all wild. But there's this part of me who's like, I haven't felt loved by all the people who I want to love me. So like, I don't, I don't think there's goodness here, right? Because if you're not, if you're doing all this and you're still not feeling loved, then you can't, then you're not lovable. Okay. That right. makes sense. So, so I think what it is, is that I always knew that I should look good so someone else could feel better. Like it would reflect positively onto people around me. But I think I thought that was all I was good for. Like, mm. I don't actually get to have my own dreams in my own life because my job is to reflect the light onto this other person. Mm. So what I have started imagining is me floating higher, higher, higher. And what I really want to do is reflect the light of all that is. Reflect the sun, reflect source, reflect to people, I see the goodness in you. I know that you think there are parts of you that should never be shown, but I want you to know all of it is beautiful. Oh, I love all that. All of it is beautiful. Let's pull back the shades. Let's pull back the shame from conversations. And that's the thing. I make videos about how to keep monogamy hot. So I'm talking about sex. Then all anybody wants to talk about is feelings because sex is just like a crusty cover over top of like feelings underneath that we don't think are allowed to see the light of day or to come out of our mouth or to to be put into the air for another person to hear and then judge us what's going to happen is that person's going to go oh my god me too mm. and then you're going to get closer but we 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 have all these insecurities through physical intimacy that then are usually just covering up even greater treasures about mm. our own vulnerability and the way that we really connect with people because it's in that deep, deep sensitivity that like your whole heart is exposed and you can, you can then feel it from someone else. Yes.
And sex is like the low hanging fruit that it's like, that's the easy grab. But really, once you get into it, all the other stuff is still there. It's like, you think that that's going to fix it. Like the, the flirty text or like the having the attention from someone else is going to heal all of this shame and pain and whatever wounds we're trying to cover up. If we could just get someone to see us and love us and think we're sexy and have this amazing experience, then we're going to magically be fine. But everything still stays because you're literally just putting a Band-Aid, like you said, over the, it's like over the, the mm. depth of pain and all that stuff is still there. Yes. And actually, I write about this at the very end of Swing when I'm talking about the fear of sharing the story. Okay. This, the fear of sharing the story. And I have three kids, right? And two of them are on TikTok and Instagram. And just, just the, whoa, 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 what is going to happen here? And what I wrote there, and then Caroline, I'm so glad you, you, you said those words you just said, because I haven't thought about these last pages of Swing since I narrated the audiobook like way, way back. And what I said was, in sharing my truth, people may lash out, but I would much rather tend a cut in the open air than continue to try to mend a soul that's being rusted out. Mm. The only way I have found for the inside of me, my heart to feel healthy is to give air and space and sunlight for all that is in there, not just the things that I think are presentable. And you're also showing your kids that you're a human and you're struggling. And listen, just because you wrote the book and you shared it all, doesn't mean that not everyone in the world hasn't had these thoughts, isn't struggling in their marriage, isn't having affairs, isn't feeling unworthy. You're just brave enough to say, I feel all this, I went into the fire and now I'm sharing the truth of it, you know? Everyone else has these thoughts that they just live with internally and keep us secrets, you know? Yeah. You're just sharing it. And I want to say one thing. For a while when I was first writing Swing, I had this little note. I was like, you're being brave. You're being brave. You're bra being brave. And one day I went to write it and I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't feel right. And I thought, wait, wait what is it about that that doesn't feel right? And I thought, Ashley, you can write this book and still walk safely on the street. You, you can write this book about adultery and sex clubs and these things, and you're, you're, you're not going to be unsafe in your community. You're not going to be cut off financially. You're not going to be hurt physically. You're not. And I thought, wow, okay, okay. I'm actually safe to do these things. It's still scary, but I don't think it's actually courageous. And I thought too, even about the situation I was putting my kids in, you know, just opening up this conversation. And I thought, wow. It's such a privilege for me to ask myself, do I want to be out? Do I want to be out about this? Do I want to be open? Because I have friends and families that like, they don't have a choice like to be out because like just their presentation, the fact that they're married to someone of the same gender, like it already, they, they're already out in the world. So I thought, wow, when we can ask ourselves, ooh, do I want to share this? We are already in such an incredible position of privilege because we have the safety and security to know that we could stretch the envelope, we could stretch the conversation in that direction. And it will cast a light on all those people who are not even close to being at that place yet, where they could safely tell their story. Mm. What do your kids think about it? So funny, Caroline. Okay, so Swing came out two years ago. So Jack and Luke were 13 and 11. 
And we were driving just a couple weeks before the book came out and they knew mommy wrote a book that's for grown-ups. They know like some TVs for grown-ups. And Manny's been totally cool with you sharing it all too. Well, at first I was going to write it as a screenplay. And so I was working on that and he's like, this is amazing. This is amazing. And then I realized, wow, I think people are going to possibly see themselves in this story. And I want them to be able to put a face to the experience. So they're like, wait a minute. Ashley went through that and she's okay. I know she is. I, saw, I see her on Instagram. She's yeah. And so that was a process over several months of him becoming more comfortable with it. And one of his questions was, what about the kids? What if other people don't let their kids come over to our house because, um, you know, we've been to sex clubs. And I said, okay, so if my book is successful enough for people in our community who, you know, I don't have the same last name as Mandy and the kids for, for them to know that, that these children belong to me and that I have this wildly successful book and that, and they don't let their kids come over here. That would be interesting. That would be an interesting experience for our three white boys to have in America that people are like discriminating against them for something, you know, a family member did, but that'd be interesting. So what I did 18 months before swing came out is I emailed copies of the book, 425 copies, like in word document to friends, family, neighbors, my grandma and my kids, friends, parents. And I said, cats out of the bag. And I think everybody likes me better. <laughs> Cause you're honest. The neighbors are like, oh my God, your, your marriage isn't perfect. I was like, no, they're like, oh girl, I thought you guys were perfect. I was like, no, 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 no. They're like, oh, she's real. This is, this is re refreshing. I'm like, yeah, actually everybody is people who like look like nothing's going on. Usually have like the most, you know, this Caroline, the most stuff going on. Right. Yeah. So I'm driving to Dick's Sporting Goods a couple weeks before the book comes out because it came out in pandemic and our cover design was like really down to the wire. And <clears throat> The cover designs come back and they're awful the first time through, which happens so often. I'm sure with album art and other stuff too. You're like, oh no, 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 no. Like refocus here. So there's this photo, this one book cover where it was like swing era. Like I'm wearing a poodle skirt and I have this bouffant hairdo and I'm in a red light. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is awful. And Luke's like, mom, let me see. He's 11. He takes it. He looks, he's like this, no, mom, you're going to tell her this. No, that's not okay. He's like my manager, right? And then he goes, mom, why is it called swing again? I went, oh my God, I hadn't told them yet. Like I knew I was going to have to tell them. I said, okay. I said, boys, you know what monogamy is? They're like, yeah, when you're married to one person. I was like, yes. Well, there's this thing called non-monogamy where people, when they're married or they're dating, they don't just date that one person. They date other people as well. And your daddy and I thought a few years ago that in addition to being married to each other, we might want to date other people. And we realized really quickly that that was super confusing and not that much fun. And there were a lot of things we needed to work on in our marriage together. And that's why over the last few years, the way mommy and daddy are with each other is like so much more fun. And we talk more and we laugh more and, you know, we got a dog and now the whole family cuddles together. And they're like, oh, okay. And I said, so do you have any questions? And Luke, my 11 year old goes, yeah, is she going to fix your hair on the cover? <laughs> And last night, Caroline, I was journaling in bed and my nine-year-old was in bed with me cuddling. He's reading Harry Potter and he looks over at my journal and I have at the top world's worst attempted swinger because that's like in my bio in a lot of places. And I had it written for something I was going to do today. And he looks over and then he looks back at his Harry Potter book. And I was like, he's nine and I haven't told him yet. 
what the cup, what the, why the book is called swing. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, do you know why my book's called swing? And he said, no, but I would like to. <laughs> so funny, Caroline. And so I told him the story, the same story that I told his brothers the year before, you know, two years before. And then I said to him, so do you have any questions? He goes, no, flips over. And then he turns back and he points to that world's worst attempted swinger. And he goes, so you could say it was over before it began. <laughs> You're like, basically, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yes, you could definitely say that. So they just, it's no big deal for them. And we are so open talking about sex. I'm sure that there are maybe some people who might tease them, but usually what they hear from other kids is, oh my God, your mom knows how to go viral on TikTok. Like, can you tell me how? Right. Um, yeah. Like there's this different kind of like credibility you get with kids nowadays if you have a social platform because they all want to be famous. Right. 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 So I'm not saying that there won't be like bumps in the road and things as they get older, but I, we've always been really open about how different families have different rules and almost every rule in a family are just set to try to make the parents feel safe with what they can predict that their kids will do. So some rules are like really tight and usually ours were like with TV and things when they were little. But this thing about like how we talk about sex and how we think it's normal and natural, like we, we have a much wider lane in our family than a lot of people do. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. So what happened to Brad and what happened to the alleged affair with your husband? How did that all end? What all, how did that wrap up? People are going to have to read Swing. Or watch it when it comes out watch on it. Netflix. <laughs> That's right. 
Okay, you're gonna leave us with a cliffhanger. I freaking love it. So now tell me, what is your goal now? Because now, how did you and Manny mend? And well, I'll try to wrap up because I literally could talk to you forever. But how did y'all decide that you wanted to actually mend the marriage, that you wanted to get out of uh, the swinger life and that you wanted to focus on monogamy and really make y'all's marriage hot and prioritize it and really nurture it? How did you how did you um, start working on that? And how did you guys get to the place that you are now? What did you do? Like so, how, okay, let me put it in different words. How did you go from a marriage that was great on paper, but then kind of took a turn and you didn't know if it was going to work anymore? You didn't know if y'all were going to stay monogamous. How did you make monogamy hot again mm -hmm. with your marriage? Okay. So the way we were able to stay together emotionally and with integrity was for both of us to go much deeper into our vulnerability. And he was not willing to do that until I did a lot of that work on my own and loosened up my own fear about being vulnerable and really recalibrating what I needed, recalibrating how much love I deserve, recalibrating what I wanted and that, you know, there weren't there weren't a lot of bad things around what I wanted. I'd always, you know, disciplined myself so strongly um, that I really came to a different resonance. And then when I said to him, hey, I think we're done here because like there's no match here anymore. Like we've done a lot of great things together, but figuring out this marriage thing isn't one of them. So and you thought like, maybe you are going to call the marriage. Absolutely. I was like, well, I just got to take an L on this marriage because like th these other parts of my life are really expanding and I'm starting to love myself. I'll gasp for the first time. I'm like, wait a minute. I think life gets to feel better than this. And if we come up against something that we haven't been able to figure out, I think there's so much integrity in saying to your kids, hey, mommy and daddy aren't good at marriage. We're good at a lot of other things. Here's what they are. But we want to learn from you guys how to have a really connected, loving, intimate partnership, you know? And so we're not going to be together and pretend like this is this is how you do it. You know, mm -hmm. I would rather just leave space for like, I don't know, it's still a mystery how people have happy marriages. So when I came from that place, Manny's dynamic shifted in an enormous way. Because was, he realized that you were willing to let it go. Oh yeah, like I was out, I was ready to walk away. And I think for him in that moment, it was actually incredibly irritating to me because I'd been wanting these shifts for so long. And then I'm like, hey, peace. And he was like, wait a minute. And then pouring his heart out. I was like, this is weird. This is, you're crying. This hasn't happened before. But I was like, but I'm not going to kick you out because we'll see what's going on here. And then a couple of days turned into a couple of weeks, turned into a couple of months, turned into a year. And I was like, he's just getting better and better. This is pretty amazing. So really it yes. came down to sharing. Like you got to a place where you were content with yourself instead of stuffing and suppressing. Like you had, like y'all had a perfect marriage on paper and then you decided to try to maybe kind of explore, blow it up a little bit with trying to swing your life, realize, okay, this is kind of getting messy and confusing. But now you're like, I actually am going to work on loving myself because now it's coming to light that all like feeling like sex, like the bandaid of sex and having someone else give you attention really is just covering up the bigger underlying issue, which is I need to learn to give myself grace, to love myself, whether or not anyone else sees all the wonderful things I'm doing, I need to just value myself. So once you valued yourself, then you said, okay, I can actually just leave this marriage because if you can't see my value or if we don't have a connection, if we're not communicating, if it's never going to get there, 
I'm okay with walking away. Then he gave it to you. So you're like, damn it, why do we have to do all this? Exactly. And it was annoying. <laughs> exhausting. It was exhausting. And I was, I was like happily annoyed for probably two years. And then something clicked after I wrote Swing and it was going out in the world. I was like, oh, I actually know what happened to him that day when I came in honesty. And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, it was like, yeah, we should change the paint color or no, we're going back to non-organic milk. It was like just such a clear decision um, that he was like, he knew there had to be a switch. And I think in that moment, his fear of being vulnerable and wait, what parts of me am I going to see and feel and realize if I have to open up became smaller than his fear of not having his family in the shape that he wanted. And in that moment, he was like, fuck the fear of vulnerability. Like, I just want my family together. So whatever. He kind of just dropped his defenses around it. So it took all at the end of the day, what you're kind of trying to say is it took this huge journey for y'all to get to the place of true vulnerability, which is what we're all trying to get to. So you can have a real honest relationship and say what you need, say what's not working, communicate. But it took this journey for y'all to get to true vulnerability. You know what I say at the end of swing, Caroline? I said, I had to bear myself to myself. I had to get a little naked. Mm. And then he did too. And then he did too. Well, and here's the thing, when you actually, when you actually face your own vulnerability, you just pick it up, you pull it out of your pocket and go, hey, say that to my face. How is it that you really feel? What do you really think about me and us and all of this? What you do is you are so good with yourself and good with the continuously influx doubt that you're good at all, right? Like you're like, that's just part of it. That's just part of this pie. Then the people around you can't be in their autopilot anymore because then like they just kind of bounce out. You're, you're like, I'm here for real life. And they're like, uh, error, yeah, you're like, error. you're like, I'm not, I'm not playing under the veil anymore. The veil is lifted and it's never coming back. I've walked the Wizard of Oz. I've made it to Oz and I've gotten behind. I know it's just a little man with a microphone speaking out loud. There's nothing there. And I'm not going back to pretending like I'm living in this illusion anymore. I'm playing in real life. Okay. So when you claim yes. that space, the person that you're with or has to either step up or you have to go your own ways. Absolutely. And either way, it's fantastic. What I want people to know is you can't let the veil sneak back up mm. and it will try. And sometimes my eyes will go under and I'll be like, wait a minute. Nope. And it's like, you know, those blinds you would pull down and up and they would like snap back. Do you know yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. old blinds? Yeah. Okay. And I could, I would always get them down too low because I couldn't get them. To step. And then they just whoop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like I have those in reverse in front of me and they can just all come up and then I just have to go, nope. And they just fall so quickly now. Like I can feel when I'm building up old defenses or my ego's telling me a story that's like keeping me detached from myself and other people, because that's the thing you, it's all one. So to open your heart is really just to feel very vulnerable, to feel very vulnerable. Mm. So how to keep monogamy hot now? How would you say, how do you keep monogamy hot now? Vulnerability, number one, you, yes. that, that's it. Like you have to be vulnerable. You do. And I don't talk about vulnerability that much, but the suggestions I have for couples do exactly that. 
a lot of couples are vulnerable, just feel uncomfortable even talking about sex. So my first, how to keep monogamy hot part one was decide what time of day you're going to do it. And I said, you know, in my house, night times are for sleeping and mornings are for coffee. So I prefer 5.30 PM right before dinner, you know, on an empty stomach. It's wonderful. You know, it's like an appetizer. Um, people lost their minds. I, I, I had been growing by 500 followers a year on, on social media. So I had like 2000 followers on Instagram. I got my audience grew by 55,000 people in 45 days. <laughs> when you started sharing this, cause people need well, to know. I was so blown away that people were blown away that like you can talk about sex outside the bedroom. Okay. Mm. So there, there's the people who are like, wait, we just go do it. We don't talk about it. And then there are the people who talk about it, but like just want more variety or want like a different thing to try, you know? So that's what my content does. It's just these invitations. And then people will go out on a limb and say, Hey, babe, you want to, or they'll text, you want to have sex. You want to meet me in the bedroom at five 30, right? Like, you know, texting your partner for a booty call. It's fun. And then they'll go and they'll sneak away from the kids. They'll have some hot sex and they'll come out and they'll be like, Oh my God, it feels so good when we're on the same team. Like we just, we had an objective and we went and we just like, we just nailed it. Right. <laughs> so then they're like, Oh babe, I, I need to tell you something about the way you've been putting the groceries away. Could you, are you willing? Blah, blah, blah. They're like, sure. Everybody's Mr. And Mrs. Cooperative. Like, this is what I mean. When we just can lower our defenses just a little bit, then we're more willing to let the other person in outside the bedroom. So thousands and thousands of couples have instituted, implemented, they've implemented my ideas and it's totally changing the way they talk about everything. So you're saying plan sex, make it a priority. And then when you're in that open state, then share some things that really you need to talk about as a couple and communicate, right? Absolutely. When there's that trust and you just had that shared success, like the great, you know, when you're on a high, like, you know, after a great game or a great concert or something, right? Like these are things that we don't get to experience with our spouse very much. That this is usually something like at work or, you know, with your sports team you like, or, or you don't have it anymore in your life. And you're like, oh, where can I get that rush? So going together, and this is why I love that my husband and I are both former athletes. We'll go in and we'll go in like, we'll, we'll want to make like a personal best. Like, okay. Do you think I could have three orgasms in five minutes? Do you think like from right now to that? Right. So it's like the intensity is really set goals. We set goals. We have a plan. <laughs> we have a play. We have our plays. We'll say, are we doing medium? Are we doing long? It's like, we got our game plan and um, yeah. And then we can be like, yeah, we executed. And it's like, just that experience of like, we are really good at this together mm -hmm. because that's why everybody got married. They thought outside arranged marriages, if you have a consensual marriage, it is, we're really good at this meaning life yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. We're really good at this together. Yeah. So when there are struggles in life, if you can find one area of your life where you are, oh, an epic team, spend time there. Spend time renovating that that garage if together when you are- Where you shine together. together. A group right. activity where you both can shine and be a team. Be a team. Be Find, a team. Uh-huh. Yes. I love that. Like, like where, where it's not just like, 
washing the dishes together. It's like, you know, you, Caroline, the strengths that only you bring that Michael goes, thank God, Caroline can do that. Mm -hmm. And then the strengths that he brings and you go, oh my God, thank you for Michael because he can do that. Right. And then together you achieve something that's like so much better than what you could do on your own. Th those experiences are what remind us of why we paired up in the first place. And then it helps us reach for that in a discussion about what are we going to do for a summer vacation next year? And you're like, oh, well, I would love this. And he's like, I would love this. And you guys start to equate your strengths with also your desires. And there's this trust like, ooh, 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 yeah, she's got good ideas and he's got good ideas. How do we, how do we bring this together and make it even better? Mm. You know, instead of like, I want it my way. I, I, I you had your way last time. Blah, blah. And it's like, no, we are on the same team. There's no win-win. There's no win-win. There's a W for the day. Did we both feel loved and supported? And did we expand today or did we not? Mm. Right. If only one of you did, well, it's a lose. It's a no. It's a lose. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Team happy and healthy, both of you up. Stay and it takes work and it takes being intentional and it takes connection and it takes vulnerability and it takes prioritizing it. Like you have to do all of those things. Right. So if people could do that in the bedroom, then you're checking like a lot of boxes at once, right? I it really is so why, true. I think that's why so many people love it. Like 80% of my DMs are for men and most of my readers of Swing are men. And it was a book I wrote about being unhappily married to a man, but I just open up and I go, this is what it feels like to be human. And they're like, oh my God, I saw myself in you in the book. I was like, yeah, because we're all the same on the inside, you know, take out the heart, all the parts that hurt, they're all similar. Um, but men are going like, oh, okay. This is like some sort of self-help stuff that where, you know, my ego is like, I can, I can open myself to this thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to get some hotter sex, but oh, actually it's all this feeling stuff, which actually I really wanted to talk about, but I needed like this doorway in. And yeah, I needed a way in. Oh my God, Ashley Renard, you are freaking amazing. You're saving marriages left and right. How to keep monogamy hot. I freaking love it. Author of Swing. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your life journey for being so open and vulnerable and brave and sharing your story because all of us can relate. You know, we all want to have a healthy relationship and that we get so lost in being human and all of our own insecurities that we don't realize that we all really want to be on the same team. We just block ourselves out, you know, and it comes down to these methods that you share and it feels like it's sex, but it's really so much more. It really is. Thank you so much for having me, Caroline. I freaking love you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for today. Bye everyone. Thank you, Caroline. Love okay. you. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? And look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.